Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my beautiful, wonderful, intelligent, patriotic <laughs> wife, Michelle. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> so good to have you with us today. We are recording this episode on Sunday, June 30th, 2019, the last day of June. We're moving into July as of tomorrow. Wow. I can't believe it. Half of the year, poof, gone. Yeah, it's just flying by, yes. isn't it? Flying, flying by. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Best place to find us, however, is on our website. We're trying to uh, spruce it up a little bit, have it be a little bit better. We really want you to go there and enjoy that website. It's HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And actually, I think you have spruced it up, honey. You've done a great job, and it's got a lot of great things on Still it. Still a work in progress, but uh, we're getting there. I think it's additions, but it looks great. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting there, we, but we want you to enjoy it. We want you to go on there and check out all that we have to offer there as far as, of course, the podcast, but also you know some of our written movie reviews and a couple other things that we have going on, and we're going to be adding to it over the next couple of weeks and months. So be sure to check that out. You can also find us and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and you can find us also on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and now on iHeartMedia Podcasts. Yeah, and we really appreciate if you would, A, tell a friend. I know we say that every episode, but we really would appreciate that. And if you took some time to give us a review, that would be awesome too. We love all our reviews and we love just all of you who listen out there, no matter what reason, if you review us, if you don't, we just appreciate that you come on week in and week out to listen to our show. We, we, we can't tell you how much we love all our Hyperion adventurers. And if, speaking of that, you can always contact us and follow us on social media. We're pretty active on social media. Michelle is really active on social media. <laughs> I'm a little active on social media, but Michelle is really out there. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, you can always email us Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, it, it is a lot of fun on social media. We have great peeps out there, or tweeps, I guess. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. So please do join us, interact, and it's it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. By the way, we have a lot of fun with uh, some other podcasts, some other bloggers out there, all Disney-related, and they hit things similar to what we do, but kind of in a different way, and we enjoy all of them. We ran uh, last week a what we call the hashtag virtual virtual 5K <laughs> with several of them out there. And we're going to be doing that, the second leg of the Run Disney Virtual 5K, coming up later in July. By the time you're hearing this, probably you'll be, this will be July. So later on this month, uh, July 28th, I think is what we've pinpointed as the day when we'll all be out running again, another 5K, taking pictures. And we want you to join in with us. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun uh, getting people to, you know, um, and join us for that and, and sending out pictures of it. And so, you know, if you would like to do that, we'd love you to, to share in this experience and, and let us know about it, too. Right. It doesn't matter when you run it. Uh, we just want to know if you're going to do it. Just hashtag it, hashtag virtual, virtual 5K, and we'll share it, retweet it, and get all the information out there because, you know, this is a lot of fun. We're all enjoying this uh, virtual 5K around the country, around the globe, and we want to all have everybody partake in this fun. Right. Perfect. Cool. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's get to the stuff that we have for you today. We have a ton of stuff for you today, including an all-time classic parade is making a return for the summer. 
New deals announced for both the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort, a new restaurant coming to Epcot, and we have more new details about the upcoming D23 Expo. But let's get to our main topic of this week. As you may know, you're probably already getting planning, planning it all out. This is, of course, America's birthday week. Yes, 4th of July week. It's happening on Thursday. So we're all planning our all sorts of different events, all cooking up different food, checking out fireworks, whatever the case may be. But we wanted to look at, you know, how Disney approaches Americana, how you can celebrate Disney at different, uh, uh, excuse me, how you can celebrate, <laughs> yes, you can always celebrate Disney, how you can celebrate America at various different Disney parks. Right. I mean, we thought, you know, being the holiday week, we would do our five faves of ways to appreciate America or have fun with the our American heritage mm-hmm. through Disney. Right. So we are going back to one of your favorite uh, topics and one of our favorite topics, too. It's our five favorite things series. And we are going to do our five favorite ways to celebrate America in Disney parks. I may have done it a little differently. Oh, boy. <laughs> we always Where do did this. Where we This go. is so funny. So it's not... I guess... It, the list is similar. It's it's just things that I put my five favorite things that remind me of Americana. That's fine. Okay. I think kind of we're on the same, same page thing. in many regards. Okay. This is fine. Here. Now, if you don't, if you've never listened to any of our five favorite lists before, Michelle and I never compare notes going in. We kind of come up with a topic during the week and then we go off on our way and then we just do our own thing and list our five favorite things and then compare them on the day of. So sometimes we're not exactly on the same page of what the topic actually means. So that's always fun. Let's uh, see, who wasn't listening to who? Yeah, I'm just kidding. You can judge for yourself on that one and you probably can guess who that was. It's me. It's no. me. Uh, so, but we're going to go through it and this should be a lot of fun and we want to know what's your favorite things, which ways to celebrate America or Americana or whoever you enjoy. Uh, Disney wrapped around this you know patriotic celebration of america please let us know what your favorite ways are too but we're going to get to our five favorite list as always we kind of go back and forth michelle will go her number five i will do my number five four four so forth we always start with michelle because her list is always the most fun and it's the best list and it's the most interesting list so let's get to our five favorite ways to celebrate america or something along those lines and disney with michelle Michelle's number five. You sure you want to start with me, right? Absolutely. Okay. Let's start. Number five. All right. So my number five is Crockett's Tavern. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett. King of the wild frontier. So it, this is a really quaint little gem, I, I think, of in Fort Wilderness Resort. It's right near Bay Lake, so you can easily get there by boat, um, either from Magic Kingdom, Wilderness Lodge, or the Contemporary Resort. So it's a little lounge or tavern named after that coonskin-wearing American hero, Davy Crockett. Um, and the decor follows the theme of the America's Old West history. And there, so whether you're talking about, you know, the, the woodwork there or the, the drinks, the food, you know, it all kind of surrounds that Old West history. So like, um, you know, one of their... It's lounge food, so it's not real 
dinner or lunch or whatever, but they have uh, smoked pulled pork nachos. Yum. I know. Um, and it's house smoked, which is cool. Um, they have a drink called that we tried recently called the Gully Wumper. Yeah, the Gully Wumper. The Gully Wumper. That's a pretty good drink. I it, like drink. it was. So it has old smoky white lightning moonshine. Uh, peach schnapps, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. It's yummy. Yeah. Goes down a little quick. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's tasty. Delicious. And uh, beware, <laughs> those, those drinks that are tasty that you don't necessarily taste the alcohol, uh, there is moonshine yeah, in that. Yeah. So be prepared for what is to come from that. So, so yeah. So um, at Crockett's Tavern, you can either belly up to the bar or sit on a rocker out on the porch. In fact, they have like a takeout window mm-hmm. where you can actually order. Um, so they do have rockers out there. They have other, um, you know, like table, picnic table mm-hmm. things. And so it's a nice way to, you know, get just to kind of relax. You have a great view of Bay Lake or the kids' playground. You could people watch out there. So, um, you know, and you you can also check out some other fun things while you're out there. They do have the hay ride. You can get uh, food. They have takeout at P&J's or Trail Ends um, is a... Buffeteria, I think they call it. Buffeteria, is that what they call it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm making this whatever up. Whatever it is, they have great food there. They, they do, you know. But it's, and their brunch is outstanding. You should try their brunch. Yes, yes. So, you know, it's I look at it as like a simple pleasure. Your you're peaceful area, Fort Wilderness, but you're right there in Walt Disney World, and you don't forget that because there's a lot of reminders about around you for that. But, yeah, Crockett's Tavern, it's a... Old West history Americana. Yeah, it is very Americana. And of course, Crockett, Davy Crockett. You know, many know people know him from, of course, the television series. Mm-hmm. Fess Parker played that role. But he is a real life American hero. Right. He did very heroic things throughout his life. You should study up on him. He is he's done so many amazing things for this country. And I, I think that's a great way to celebrate Americana for sure. Well, thanks, honey. And it's also a great place to you can if you can get to it really easily whether you're staying in the fort wilderness campgrounds or not it's just a quick boat ride from the magic kingdom or the contemporary or the wilderness lodge over there and it's just steps from where the boats left leave off and you can just walk right up and sit out and enjoy the area if you want to go there at night i'm going to talk about this a little more in my tip later on uh, you can go and get a cocktail there and watch the fireworks from the beach it's a really great spot so yes great uh it's not michelle's tip but it actually is a really good tip of a place to check out so of course michelle has the best tips and she has the best number five because my number five is kind of vague actually (laughs) my number five way to celebrate america at the disney parks is by just checking out a fireworks spectacular What's more, you know, you think of Fourth of July, America's birthday. It's you go True. out, you hang out with your family, and you watch fireworks. Well, you can do that every, almost every day of the year at a Disney park. Right. right? You know, doesn't matter if you're at Magic Kingdom in the Walt Disney World Resort, watching uh, Happily Ever After, or whatever other fireworks show they have going on, or if you're at Disneyland checking out what's going on right now, which is Disneyland Forever back. You know, whatever Disney fireworks. Uh, 
spectacular they have going on there. Or if you're even on board a Disney cruise ship and right. out for Pirate Night or yeah. whatever the night might be, Marvel Day at Sea, Star Wars Day at Sea, checking out fireworks. Just great ways to get together with your family, enjoy this spectacular and they are spectacular these things that they put up there and i just find it a it, it there really is very few things that are more american than just sitting there with your family and watching fireworks you absolutely know? i mean it and you just you can't help but smile and enjoy it you know it's just it, it's funny that that's something that's such a great pleasure but and that you do associate with Americana you associate with Disney so that's awesome baby thanks again very <laughs> generic in my number five but still I think it's a great way to celebrate America at Disney let's get to Michelle's number four way to celebrate America at Disney all right and this one we can actually do music with Ooh. so because it's actually called the hoopty doo musical review <laughs> Still haven't been myself. I think we are making plans for us to go with uh, our good friend Rob LaBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast in an upcoming trip. But I've never been, but you have, so you can talk about this. It's a hoot nanny. It's a hoot nanny. Um, so if you, if you haven't been to that, um, the, the closest thing that I could kind of compare it to is like either the golden or the diamond horseshoe reviews, but on steroids. Um, it, it also was at Fort Wilderness. So it, it continues with Americana's, you know, old West or frontier theme. Um, there's just, it's a, a show, a dinner show. They bring you, it's an all you can eat type of food, whether it's, you know, they bring, like family style, like a bucket of chicken and um, barbecue pork ribs. And then they also have some sides like baked beans, cornbread and um, strawberry shortcake for dessert. If you're over 21, you get unlimited draft beer and wine and sangria, and that's included in the price, which all things considered, the price for adults is like 64 to $72, depending on what location that you your seating is. Um, that really isn't a bad deal, but it's it's one of the longest running Disney shows, you know, and it, it it's amazing that to this day, it's still, they run multiple shows each night and it, it fills up and it's just a lot of, I shouldn't say it's amazing because it's a lot of fun and, and great time uh, for any age group. Yeah. Dinner and a show all mm-hmm. put together into one. Uh, and just uh, from what I understand, I've not ever seen it, not been there, but, you know, kind of ex- hearing some people talk about it like you, uh, <laughs> that it is a very interactive thing that, you know, it gets everybody involved in the show as well as, of course, having a great meal while you're there. And it just, right. uh, we always, I mean, we stay at the campgrounds quite often at the cabins there. We don't camp. We're, we're, we're glampers. We're glampers. Yeah, for sure. But uh, we stay at the campgrounds quite often. And we always see people. It's very, very popular. If you want to do it, you know, sign up in advance because it's an extremely popular show. And we're looking forward to checking it out with Rob and Kim coming up soon. I am since I've never seen it. You've done it. I've done it. Yep. But yeah, another great way to celebrate Americana at Disney. I'm going to go into the park finally. Well, I guess I sort of went into the park with the fireworks, but let's get into the park and with my number four way to celebrate America at Disney, and that is. by visiting the American Adventure Pavilion for 
a few beautiful American tunes from the Voices of Liberty. That's my number four. I think that's on Michelle's that's list. That's on my list. list. I knew it. But I, I have a backup. Oh, it's Because I actually list. had a three A and three B. So. Oh, well, there we go. This land is Anyway, if you don't know what the Voices of Liberty are, they're this great a cappella group. They perform several times throughout the day. They do about a 15-minute show in the middle of the rotunda right there. Uh, and it's just a great way to go in there. They dress up in the 1800s costumes, and they sing these great tunes. And sometimes they get the crowd involved in everything, but it's just a wonderful, wonderful time to just, you know, one, you can get out of the heat for a little bit, but they're, you know, they're doing America the Beautiful, you know, and they're doing all these great songs that you know and love, and including some Disney hits that they've kind of done in a different way. It's really, really enjoyable, and it is a great way to celebrate America. Right. That's a great one, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. on my list. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but anyways, no. It, it, Michelle's <laughs> list. Well, it's the best list. <laughs> but, you know, um, if if you have been there or haven't been there anyways they're they it's they perform under a dome so the acoustics mm-hmm. really help um like i guess it amplifies it i mean i don't know it it just makes it so the sound is wonderful fabulous there, yeah. yes and you know the the singers are amazing and like you said it's it's just a really great way to appreciate american heritage music and uh, costume and it's a great that's a great one yeah if you've never taken the time to you know uh, go in there and just uh, take a load off for a little bit you can sit on the floor they have some benches in there but they're limited so you, but you can sit right on the floor and just kind of watch this show happen it is just a, it's a very enjoyable show uh, it's just it's just wonderful music these singers are fantastic I believe there's four women and four men usually as a part of the group and it's just it, it really is just 15 minutes of pure American joy in my opinion so oh, yeah. definitely should check that out if you've never done it before next time you get over to the America Adventure at uh, Pavilion at uh, Epcot. Right. And their show's times are listed either on the app or the show guide so you can know when to try to head over there for that. Yes. Agreed. Agreed yeah. with that. So, And they're they're usually running about every hour, hour and a half, something like that throughout the day. So. Right, right. But check Later your check day. your guide or right. check your app for sure for, to find out show times. And they're listed right there at the American Adventures Pavilion as well. That's my number four way to celebrate America at Disney. Let's get to (laughs) Michelle's number three. All right. So that was my three A. And a close second under that was three B is actually the show there, American Adventure.
where Ben Franklin and Mark Twain guide the guests through the the highlights of American history. And, you know, it, it does have a blend of audio animatronics and, and film and, and great songs. Um, the interesting thing about this is that the computer-controlled mobile device that was created for this was very, um, you know, ahead of its time, I guess. There's actually 10 different sets that are stored under the stage, and they move forward and backward, um, you know, based on how they're programmed to come through. And, you know, it's it's seamless. It's a, it's a great show. Um, the technology is great. But, yeah, the, it really does show a lot of highlights from American history. And when you go there, you know, it does tell touch your heart mm-hmm. and it's a great great show i don't want to give any spoilers if you haven't seen it um but it's it's awesome yeah it is another great way to experience america for sure the storytelling there the audio animatronics uh the the, the film clips is just it really is a great show well put on and uh, i definitely recommend it again another thing do the voices of liberty then usually really close right afterwards right. is when the show sure. so do them both right. knock them both out that's a, a wonderful wonderful number three pick thank you michelle list always the best list <laughs> so my sweet. number three pick is actually kind of the forerunner to the show that she's talking about. And mine is at the Disneyland Resort, and that is Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Let us have faith that right makes might. And in that faith, let us to the end dare to do our duty as we understand it. This might be on Michelle's list again. She's giving me that look. No, actually, I'm. I didn't have it on my list. I kind of figured you might, so I kind of relinquished that. I'm a one Disneyland for you. boy at heart, yes. you know. So I got to go back to Disneyland at, at times during this. Right. Uh, so if you've never been to Disneyland and never experienced great moments with Mr. Lincoln, is it the greatest show you've ever seen? No, but it's extremely historical. Right. Okay. Abraham Lincoln was Walt Disney's favorite president loved Abraham Lincoln now when he got asked to do the 1964 World's Fair we all know about many of the attractions it's a small world carousel progress etc one of the great things he designed or had these Imagineers designed for this was great moments with mm-hmm. Mr. Lincoln okay and that was I mean the first audio animatronics were really the the uh, enchanted tiki room birds but this was the next step and the next moment and they debuted this show at the 1964 World's Fair and people were blown away by it. They, as a matter of fact, right. they were like, you know, you could play the game of telephone where somebody tells somebody and somebody tells somebody and by the end of it, it the story is completely different. Well, there were people that were talking about how Abraham Lincoln got up and walked off the stage and into the crowd <laughs> and was telling you know, something along those lines. You know, that's how impressed they were by this audio animatronic. So, uh, it was, it was, it, people, needless to say, people were astonished by it. It was so good. Eventually, it got moved just like It's a Small World and the Carousel of Progress at the time to, uh, Disneyland and it opened in 1965. They've since upgraded the audio animatronics a little bit better, changed the storyline a little bit better, uh, more. But basically, you go in there and it gives some film clips about America, and then Abraham Lincoln comes up and he basically does highlights, not just one speech, but it's kind of highlights of many different speeches that they've put together. And it really is just a kind of a glorious way to uh, discuss America, talk about America, and it's just a, a, a really nice show. You know, at some point during the day when you need to, you know, it's again, another 
thing where you can really enjoy America, but you can take a little break out of the heat, take a little load off your feet for about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, but really, you know, think about not only the history of America, but think about the history of Disney, because this is Walt up there on stage, basically. He loved Abraham Lincoln. He would be proud to say that Abraham Lincoln is still showing most of the time. Sometimes they take him off and, you know, fix him up and do some other things, but most of the time still running there on Main Street USA at Disneyland Park. Right. And that is a great one for Americana because, again, it's one of those when you're sitting there watching it and hearing the music, which it's a great Mm -hmm. background music that they have there. um, You just feel... Uh, your your heart feeling filling with pride and it's that is a great one and I did think about putting that one on my list but figured you probably would include that one yeah. so a, a fun fact about that yes, attraction we love Michelle's fun facts <laughs> well I, I I think I'm a um, little bit of a buff for the that World's Fair because of the history of Disney and how he uh, was able to use that as a platform to really try out some new ideas to bring into the parks. But one of the things is, um, you know, when they were testing it and, and they had, I guess, an initial group seeing it, um, they, the hydraulic fluids leaked. And at the time, the hydraulic fluids that first time they were using was red. <laughs> so <laughs> when it leaked through and bled into the clothes of Abraham Lincoln. It looked kind of like blood. And so people are like, oh, we're seeing Lincoln die. Did he get shot in the theater? I know. So uh, obviously Walt was not pleased with that. Um, They did change the color of the hydraulics so that if it did malfunction again, at least it wouldn't look like blood. Um, So interesting little fun fact about that, that. i mean uh, fun you know but it fun. is fun fact michelle always has the best fun facts <laughs> it's michelle's fun facts mm. always great <laughs> so that's my number three way to celebrate america at disney let's get to number two michelle's number two okay so i guess now it's my turn to be a little vague okay so my number two is just experiencing main street usa whether you're <laughs> doing that so this must be one of yours this is my number one. Oh, <laughs> i'm walking right down the middle of main street usa Yeah, whether you're, um, we can talk about it together then, whether you're looking at it from the perspective of, uh, at from Disneyland or Walt Disney World, Main Street USA just does, you know, really give you the, the feeling of Americana. I mean, I, that's obviously what they were going for, you know, but when you think of things like, you know, the firehouse or the store called Emporium, uh, the Dapper Dance, you know, all the background music, mm-hmm. it's just, it just totally fills the air with that Americana feeling. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's all about it. You know, when you're just walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA, <laughs> as the song says, uh, it's just an amazing feel every time you're out there. And yes, uh, Walt wanted this every time people 
you know, came to the parks, to came to Magic Kingdom, came to Disneyland mm-hmm. to feel like this is, you know, small town America. This is Main Street. This is maybe you don't experience it, but you may know it. This is Americana at its core. Right. And I really think that it's showcased every time. Not to mention the fact that it's the time. And this is why it was number one to me. It's it's when you, you know, you first come through the gates and then you go, you know, under the railroad tracks and then you get out there and there's, you know, uh, there's town hall and, and there is, you know, main street right. USA and everything. And, you know, the vehicles are sometimes there definitely. And if you're in Disneyland, sometimes there's some vehicles and when you're at magic kingdom, not as often, but, uh, and, and you just go down there and you're, you remember, especially if you're just getting to the, to Walt Disney world or Disneyland. And it's just, you know, you're there in the middle of Americana with your family, you know, making new memories, remembering all the great stuff you've done with your family and friends there in the past. And it's right there on what Walt perceived to be the ultimate Americana. Absolutely. And there's just a lot of charm to it, a lot of little details. This is one of the ones where we talk a lot about, you know, taking the moments to really appreciate those details and, you know, the look up, you know, or just appreciate and the recognition to some key history makers of the Disney company that are on the storefronts and some of the little sounds and fun facts around there. You know, take the time if you haven't done that in a while. I mean, I know we love to go into the park and we go for our, you know, head over to our favorite attractions or whatever. It, it, there is a real benefit for taking the time to walk down Main Mm -hmm. Street slowly and appreciate the details of it. Or like you're saying with some of the the vehicles, especially the double-decker bus Mm -hmm. uh, at Disneyland, you can really get to see a lot of things um, that you don't normally see in your regular eye view right it's a yeah it's just a different way to look at things i know it's been your tip many times uh to take the the second level of the double decker bus when you're at disneyland they don't really run it much or at all at the uh at magic kingdom anymore but if you're at disneyland it's definitely something that i i feel is a must do it somewhere on your trip is to uh maybe not the first time you go down uh, go down Main Street USA, but at least at some point while you're on your trip, right. just, just hop on board that second level of that bus and just observe all the different things. It gives you just a completely different angle, a different view of Main Street USA. Yeah, absolutely. So great. Uh, obviously, that's a, a great choice by Michelle because it was my number one choice. Mm. Uh, let's get to my number two choice, and that is... Going to the Muppets present Great Moments in History. Yeah. Great Moments in History, the ride of Paul Revere. Great Moments in History, you saw it all right here. And here's what you will take away in all your minds and hearts. Great Moments in History, Great Moments in History, Great Moments in History. But only the American Great Moments in History, but just the American parts. Yes, is one of my favorite things to do at uh, Magic Kingdom, and it's a it's a never miss for us. We have to, as long as it's weather permitting. Now, if there's lightning storms in the area or whatever, right. you know, rain. Sometimes they have to not have those shows, but when they're having them, we try and schedule out somewhere within our day where we're going to see at least one of those shows, if not a couple times. Absolutely, they they are charming. They are funny, um, and like you're saying, one of the things you can do on your Disney app if you haven't done that is for things like that you can set a reminder Mm -hmm. to tell you you know to to go check it out so um 
That's kind of like a little side tip there, I guess. But Michelle's yeah, tip. That's the best tip. <laughs> great. I mean, the uh, the Muppets Great Moments in History is a not to miss at right. least. And and what's fun is they have different ones. So even if you see a couple during the day, they're going to be different. Many times they will be different. Right. It's not they're not just retelling the same story over and over again. If you haven't seen it before, what it is is it's a humorous as you'd expect from the Muppets, a humorous retelling of uh, a few great. U.S. historical stories, tales, you know, and uh, of course, usually Sam the Eagle is part there narrating it. He always kind of gets frustrated because he wants to tell this history, you know, in a reverent way or whatever. And then somehow, you know, all heck breaks loose with all the other Muppets, you know, trying to tell the story along the line as you would expect from the Muppets. But it's always still they tell the story. It it gets the history out there in a humorous uh, yet entertaining way. And, you know, it's just great. To see Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo, and then all they also have the human who's out there usually helping things along the way, Jefferson yep. J, right. who that always does choir. a great job. Crier. Yes, the town crier, right. essentially. Jefferson J uh, does a great job of kind of uh, leading many of the stories. He doesn't do every story, but many of the stories along the way. Yeah, yeah. That's a great number one, Hunter. Number, number two, two I'm sorry. Me, number yes. two. That's a great number two. That It almost made my list also, but... Um, you, you knew I was going to do it. That's why I, I didn't yeah, make the list. Yeah, I kind of knew that that one Because you know how much I love that. And yes. How much, and by the way, uh, Monday Morning Monroe, hashtag save the Muppets. <laughs> yes, uh, we love the Muppets so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. That's my number two way to celebrate America at Disney. Let's get to Michelle's number one way to celebrate Disney. <laughs> Excuse me. Celebrate them. I, I'm going to get that wrong every single time. Celebrate America at Disney. <laughs> Very good, honey. Um, so my number one is the flag retreat ceremony yes. on Main Street. I, I, was, I was actually thinking about changing my number one to that, but I, I thought you might bring it up. So. Yeah. Originally composed as a poem. 1893 by Catherine Lee Bates. These words were set to music and transformed into one of the most beloved patriotic songs of all time. say Disneyland or Walt Disney World it's at the beginning hub um, they every day uh, when they're lowering the flag to close it out they do a wonderful ceremony they um, usually have the band come around playing some patriotic songs oftentimes they're um, inviting people uh, People from the military, veterans, veterans people et who are currently serving, yes. right, to come around and participate. Um, it's a, it's another one of those that gets you a lump in your throat. Right. Dapper you know? Dan's are usually there yes, as well, right? So, uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to to check that out, it is something to to see at least once. You again talk about Americana at its core. You really can appreciate the respect and reverence that they give to the flag in that ceremony. Mm-hmm. So, um, check it out. 
out. It's usually on the um, app that you can tell what time because a lot of time it depends on uh, sunset time and things like that. But it's generally around five, five fifteen at the parks, and you will not be disappointed to check that out. It's well worth it to check it out. Yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful ceremony, something that Walt really wanted to make sure and have happen at the parks. And yeah, they usually do call out or they, they bring up uh, many veterans or people mm-hmm. who are currently serving and they try as much as they can to have people that are served in the, the various different parts of the military, Army, Air right. Force, Navy, Marines, uh, including the Coast Guard at times mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so the, you know, it really is great. And it, like I was saying before about being reverent, this is very reverent. Uh, to America and uh, who uh, this, what this country is and who we are as a country. And it's really, really a touching tribute. And it happens every single day, yeah. uh, you know, as long as providing weather provided right. uh, out there, either at the Disneyland Park or at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So uh, great. Number one, I couldn't do better than that. Number one, my number one was walking down right down the middle of Main Street, USA. Yes. But the flag retreat ceremony probably is the best. Number one, like I said before, <laughs> Michelle's list, always the best list. And she has the best number one. I think oh, it's a, you're sweet. That is a fantastic choice. We would love to hear how you like to celebrate America or Americana when you're out at the Disney parks. Please contact us on social media or email us or whatever and let us know and we will share it next week. And In the meantime, everybody out there this week, have a wonderful, wonderful and safe uh, 4th of July. It's not a weekend. It's a 4th of July holiday, you know, and I, hopefully you all enjoy it. You get a chance to be with friends and family and eat good food and uh, enjoy fireworks or however you celebrate uh, we want you to all enjoy it very much. And I echo that same sentiment. And if you are not fortunate enough to be in the Disney parks, they are streaming mm-hmm. the fireworks. Um, this is like the third year in a row. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. So you can uh, see a live stream of that from your home if, if you can't get to a park. Right. Uh, Disney Parks Live. Uh, you can find out uh, where that is. It's usually uh, if you look on YouTube or if you go uh, a lot of times on the Disney Parks blog, blog. it'll be there. Mm-hmm. But if you go to YouTube and find uh, look up, do a search for Disney Parks Live. Uh, that's where right. that and a lot of their streaming has happened in the past. Some of their different ceremonies or parades or fireworks shows. Sure. Or whatever you can find a lot of interesting stuff to so just kind of peruse when you're uh, on YouTube if you want. So, uh, great stuff, and uh, you know, again, a very happy, happy Fourth yes. of July holiday to all our Hyperion adventurers. And by the way, Disney Dishes blog, some of the uh, things we've already created, great for your. Uh, holiday if you're looking for something to serve a lot right. of people I know we've got some people that have already told us they're going to serve a couple of our dishes out nice. there uh, we have a brand new one coming out which will be for you probably today or when well, depends on when you listen to this you know today yesterday uh, you know a week ago <laughs> a month ago whatever but we have a brand new appetizer that I think you're yeah. going to love coming out I'm not going to give it away right now but look at the Disney Dishes blog because uh, we already made it and it's phenomenal yeah oh, i do say so myself i've made it i think michelle could speak <laughs> oh to absolutely than I it's it's a treasure <laughs> yeah. we enjoyed that very much yes yesterday, yes so. i i enjoyed being able to uh be your taste tester for yeah, that that so, was awesome uh that'll be coming out on monday on uh, july 1st uh, when so the new 
a recipe on Disney Dishes blog. You should, if you're not following that, please check out the website, follow along on social media. They're at Disney Dishes on Twitter. So anyway, let's move on from Americana to, well, we're staying in Americana because it's the Disney stories of the week. And what's more Americana than Disney stories? Yeah, right? Sure, right. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you say. Yeah, okay. Well, speaking of Americana, we'll start at the Disneyland Resort at Disneyland Park and it is so exciting. Just the other day we found out that an all-time favorite parade is returning for a little bit of time to the Disneyland Resort. This straight from the Disney Parks blog. If you didn't think summer at the Disneyland Resort could get any better, you may want to sit down for this. Thank goodness I am. An all-time fan favorite, a quote, spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination, end quote, is coming back to Disneyland Land Park for a limited time encore engagement. That's right. The Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to Disneyland. We could not be more excited. Oh, I know. I know. When you tweeted, not tweeted, when you texted me that you had just read that the other day, that was super exciting. Made my day. I was like so happy and love that parade. Just love it. It's so funny because we were just talking about this just a couple weeks ago about uh, when we were talking about attraction memory and attractions that might never come back. You know, right. you know, one of the things that was gone was the Main Street Electrical Parade, both from, of course, Walt Disney World, but also from Disneyland. And we mentioned, like, we'd hope it would come back at some point, but we're like, we weren't sure. The Paint the Night Parade's more modern. It's right. more, you know hip for lack of a better word but I mean it's just more now than the Main Street Electrical Parade but everybody loves the Main Street Electrical Parade and so it's so great that's coming back even for a limited time out at Disneyland hopefully it'll eventually I know there's a lot of people when this came out they're like oh when's it going to come back to Walt Disney World you know I hope it does come back for all of you to get to experience it as well but for now we're going to go check this out and be happy to do it a little bit more from this uh, once again it's it's going to be for a limited time engagement it's going to begin on august 2nd and it'll have nightly performances through september 30th so that's exciting we're trying to figure out how we're going to get out there for sure to go check it out i know we are making plans and a lot of times in the past they've had uh, some dinner packages where you can get a really nice spot to watch the parade right if you're planning on doing being out at the disneyland resort at disneyland park during that time period you want to check it out of course you can stake out a great spot along the route but there are some packages that you can work out as well to find to get that really premium spot on yeah you know it's so funny how we are really being spoiled this summer at disneyland yeah i mean between the opening of galaxy's edge Mm -hmm. the return temporary return of soaring over california Mm -hmm. and now the main street electrical parade it's a really fun time to be at disneyland for sure yeah yeah, so if you haven't been out there recently, it's time to get out to the Disneyland Resort uh, yeah. to check out all this cool stuff for sure. And uh, we couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Was, when I saw that come out, I was I, I had my whole Disney stories pretty much already written out when that came out. And I'm like, I had to shuffle my whole Disney stories around <laughs> because that was definitely the lead story for those of us, especially in Southern California or anywhere who might be going to the Disneyland Resort yes. within the next couple months. So that's exciting. Yes. Fun. 
Very cool news. I'm very excited for that. Um, we're going to stay in Disneyland for the next story. Uh, Disneyland also has a new ticket offer for annual pass holders to invite a friend or two to the happiest place on earth. Again, from the Disney Parks blog. From now through August 30th, annual pass holders can bring a friend to the Disneyland Resort with a purchase of a one-day park hopper ticket for $99. Wow. That's a pretty, for a park hopper. That's awesome. That's a pretty good price. Now, the annual pass holder must accompany the guest on the first entry into the theme park on the day of purchase so make a note of that if you're if you have one of the passes that is blocked out mm-hmm. uh, that could be an issue yeah I, I would imagine like if you're blocked out for say one of the parks whether you're blocked out because you know some of the annual passes now are blocked out for uh, single parks on days right. so whether you're parked out for Disneyland or whether you're parked out for Disney California Adventure Park as long as you go in with them to one of those parks the other your friends can still use the park hopper it just you will not be able to do that but there is an option if you do have an annual pass and you are blacked out, you can also purchase that special price ticket for yourself as well. So, I mean, it is money on top of your annual pass. You may want to consider if you're going to do this, right. just upgrading your annual pass. But, you know, it gives you an option if you want to go with friends. Sure. Although if you have the uh, Flex, the Disney Flex ticket, and you can make a, a reservation mm. on some of those blacked out days if they're not totally blacked out. Yeah. Um, which there aren't many. You just have to make a reservation 30 days in advance. Then you you wouldn't have to pay right. an additional fee. But it is if you're if you're going on dates that you're not blacked out as an annual pass holder. Right. Uh, it is a great way to bring some friends who don't have annual passes right. or whatever to the park for a really really spectacular price. Ninety nine dollars is for a park hopper is an insane yeah. insane price. So really take advantage of that. Tickets may be purchased at the Disneyland Resort main gate. Uh, tickets are valid only on the day of purchase. So you know usually I, I looked online just to be sure and I didn't see anywhere where you could purchase these tickets on line so it looks like you do have to go right. to the main gate to purchase them with your annual pass so just be aware of that when you're going there so. yeah it makes sense and they probably want to just verify that you're going with that person right. too right yeah. and one more disneyland note before we move on to the walt disney world resort news uh pixar pals parking garage it opened as of i think it sort of soft opened yesterday or whatever but technically it really opened today so there's that much more parking brand nice. new parking garage all open now so you're if you're if you're going to the Disneyland Resort, there is more parking in those garages available for you. That's awesome. First of all, it looks cute for mm-hmm. a parking garage. It's adorable, um, and it's great that we're going to have all that those extra spaces. Right, so. and it's uh, all the modern amenities of it will tell you how many spots are down each row. Where, right, you know, we were actually we were noticed when we were at the uh, Mickey and Friends garages last time that they they don't have the I, at least I didn't see yet where they posted like you know this lane has you know. 17 spots available or whatever but you can look down the lane and they have like a green light or a red light to show you where there are open spaces so as you're going down the lane you can see oh there's a green light down there I can park at that spot yeah that's so so neat yeah yeah so uh, great to see that they're doing some new modern things with the uh, parking garages there at the Disneyland Resort yeah So I do have a Disneyland news item. Oh, we have a Michelle story of the week. I love it. (laughs) Just a little one. Yes. Um, And this is according to the OC Register is that the Main Street Cinema Uh at Disneyland is um, they've removed the the right. product placement where they were the you know controversial i know so um i know at walt disney world they they've made it into like a store and at disneyland they were trying out some things similar and um you know the fans were really not as receptive to that oh, that's saying a little 
Or just Twitter was in an uproar right. on that one. So, um, but it's interesting to see that Disney is listening to the customer um, and they made the adjustment. So actually now they brought in benches so that people can go still go in there and appreciate, you know, the very early films of Mickey Mouse. And, you know, it, if you want to get again from the out from the heat or if you have little mm-hmm. kids and they, you know, you want to get them settled down or whatever or regroup, that's a nice place. And so now they have benches in there, which is a nice addition. To yeah, it, so. I think people especially at Disneyland, they forget that that is there. Again, we we talk about how quick people are to head down Main Street USA, not really check it out, not really see what's all there for you to explore and enjoy. And that's one of the things I kind of thought, you know, and and that's why I wasn't in as... I mean, I didn't appreciate that they had a store there, but I wasn't as big of an uproar about it because right. most people don't even go in there anymore to check it out. When you go in there, there's usually maybe a couple people in right, there. It's not most. like, yeah. yeah, it's not very busy, but you know, maybe at least, maybe this highlights it and will remind people that this still exists, that you can go in there and they have right. like, I think it's five, it's either four or five different cartoons running yes. at any one time and you can just kind of check out this old classic, right. these Mickey uh, t- uh, cartoons from the golden age, you know. Right. So. And it makes sense. I mean, when you walk past it, if you're, you know, haven't been to Disney a lot, you might not even realize it's actually something to go into. Mm-hmm. It, it does have a, mm-hmm. you know, the entrance doesn't look as inviting as a, as a storefront or right. whatever. And so, but I thought the whole process was very interesting and, and Disney was very quick to respond. Right. So good for them. Yeah. Um, glad it's still going to be just the theater. But uh, more than anything else, I hope it just brought to light people, remind people that you can go in there right. and watch these films, even if it's just for a, a you know a minute or two, just to pop in and see Steamboat Willie right. or you know some of the other cl- great classics in there. Uh, do yeah, plain definitely crazy. go to Plane Crazy, which was the actually the first film, but yeah. was released technically right after Steamboat Willie, but. Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's get over to the Walt... Again, Michelle's stories. Great stories. <laughs> uh, let's get over to the Walt Disney World Resort. And there's a... Also, we're talking about ticket deals at the Disneyland Resort. At the Walt Disney World Resort, there's a new package available to you and uh, for, for you and your children or your child to enjoy their first ever... And really, not necessarily. It has to be their first ever. But well, they call it the first ever trip to the most magical place on Earth. This is from the Walt Disney World website. It's a matter of fact they have a new deal that for just 999 dollars a family of three can enjoy a package that includes a two-night stay in a standard room at a a select disney all-star resort a two-park uh two-park magic ticket valid for one day only admission to magic kingdom park and to disney's animal kingdom theme park one stroller rental per ticket uh, subject to availability. Um, <laughs> one merchandise bag that includes a Mickey Mouse plush, autograph book, pen, my first visit, Mickey ears, and a reusable bag. Uh, and this is uh, just a great thing to kind of welcome, like if you have a, a a child in between the ages of three and nine, and you're nice. just like a couple, you know, with a young child who's either never been to the Walt Disney World Resort or, you know, is returning within that age to kind of experience it again within the next few months yeah that's that's awesome that's a really cool package yeah 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 i mean it's just a quick trip so it'd be it's a midweek trip i think the dates they said are, are mm-hmm. midweek so but uh you know it's just a quick hop in and hop out especially if you're somewhere within driving distance i think it's beneficial to right. you but even if you're going to fly in and maybe do something else or if you want to 
extend the trip to do more, but just at least for the first couple of days, just sure. use this $999 package and you get some really great stuff. Uh, it's valid for arrivals most Sunday through Wednesday nights from August 11th through September 25th. And you can book this through September 24th of uh, 2019. The price is based on two adults and one child, again, ages three to nine. Uh, and the tickets are available for only, only the two parks. So you can't go to the Disney Hollywood Studios or you can't go to Epcot. Right. It's for Magic Kingdom and for Disney uh, Animal Kingdom Park. But I, especially with, for a young one, I think that those are the parks they'd really want to go to, as a matter of fact. Right. So I think that those are built more, more for the really young between sure. three and nine. So I, I think that's a, a really, really great package. And uh, I think that if you would like to just take a quick trip, it's it's not a bad deal. Take advantage of it. Right, absolutely. And I guess that makes sense, too, that um, it's extending into September uh, with the opening of Galaxy's Edge there at the end of August. It would make sense that maybe they're trying to attract some uh, traffic away from the Hollywood Studios to the other parks. Right. So, that, you know, they're probably seeing if that's, if that's successful at doing something like that where people... Um, can still enjoy it. And I think, you know, some of the things that we've noticed when we were just at Walt Disney World recently and we've been to Disneyland and for being summertime, it's not as crowded as one would have expected. And Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if they're realizing people are kind of shying away from the parks thinking that they're going to be enormously busy because of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I've seen some days that have been busy at Disneyland. Uh, I think yesterday, around 4 o'clock, all the parking was was, was booked up. But uh, it has been pretty mellow. And uh, one of the things I forgot to mention, and and I should have mentioned it in the Disneyland thing, is how successful it appeared to be the non-reservation time for mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxy's right. Edge. I was looking at it all week and you know, I, I saw some wait times jumped up to for uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers run up to like an hour and a half. But most of the time it was sitting around 45 to 50 minutes, sometimes 40 minutes, but nice. totally doable if you want to go. And the queue is very interactive, lots of stuff to do. So sure. 40 minutes is like uh, for an attraction like that and really not bad. So right. uh, really seems like the boarding uh, group process is worked well i have done a couple times where i've looked into seeing about getting a, a reservation for Oga's cantina the first day it opened I, I got on a little after seven and i was able to you know get a time as early as i think it was like one in the afternoon it was a few mm-hmm. minutes after seven i could have gotten a reservation the next day i, I signed on at like eight or something like that and i got not an early one but i could have gotten a, a six p.m. or later right. reservation for Ogas. And just this morning I went on and uh, this is a little after nine o'clock our time. And I was, and there weren't much available, but I could have done the very last reservation at oh. 11 p.m. <laughs> you nice. know? Um, so I still could have gotten a reservation for Ogas and got in there without a boarding group, got into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So wow. it seems to be working and that you do have the ability, again, if you're going to go and you want to go early, I would suggest right at 7 a.m. you log on to the site right. and get that reservation. But the boarding group's seem to be working well. Uh, it doesn't seem to be too overly crowded at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I think it's been a success for so far for, yeah. for Disneyland. Yeah, well, it seems like they thought it out well and it, it has been, like you said, successful. I mean, on social media, everybody seems to be very pleased um, and enjoying themselves and, that, and that's the goal. And right. So kudos. They really... Uh, 
So I think they surprised us at how well of a of a rollout this was. Yeah, so far so good, and let's yeah. hope it continues that way. And we'll, I'm sure Walt Disney World is taking uh, note of all right. this that's going on. So we'll see what happens at the Walt Disney World Resort. Speaking of that, let's get back to the Walt Disney World Resort, and we've been talking about the American Adventure. You know, in our you know five favorite mm-hmm. ways to celebrate America at Disney. Well, there's a new restaurant coming to the American Adventure in Epcot this year. And it will specialize in two of our favorite things. That's right. This from the Disney Parks blog. Prepare your taste buds for something special because a new fast casual barbecue restaurant featuring, yes, craft brews on tap will debut at the American Adventure Pavilion in Epcot later this year. Yeah. So, yeah, we tweeted that out earlier this week. It was exciting to to hear about that. And it's going to be, I think, a good addition to have that ability to get that food there so it's going to be called the regal eagle smokehouse it's craft drafts and barbecue and will take pl- the place of liberty inn which will close on july 8th so they're right. keeping it open for the rest of the fourth of july weekend when it's not fourth of july weekend but you know what i mean right. the fourth of july holiday and the weekend afterwards uh, the new location will be a modern barbecue smokehouse with all the accompanying sights sounds smells and flavors you love including a large smoker preparing fine food every day right on the pavilion's promenade there will also be a redesigned patio area out front so that's uh great news and i know we'll be hitting that up once it uh, reopens yeah. hopefully it's a uh, it's they say it's gonna be 2019 so i assume it'll be open when we get there for our december trip and that'll we'll be fun probably yeah. be checking that out yeah almost certainly so that's good it's good it sounds like a, a much needed upgrade there yeah. so that's awesome yeah i've never been a huge fan of the Liberty right. and it's never been one of those places where we have to stop in and get anything you know right. we, we, we usually like it when they do some of the festivals and uh, the, uh, the the uh, whatever the marketplace shop that they have sure. there for their food and beers right. usually I'm not missed they usually have some sort of great barbecue there and usually a wonderful craft beer or right. two there we almost always will stop there and get something so I guess they've seen that and now they're like well let's just put this in this restaurant exactly. and they take better advantage of it so that's great now we're going from the parks and we're going to go to the D23 Expo which Yay. is coming up we are getting really close now we're hitting July <laughs> we are about a month and a half away a little about a month this was about seven, eight weeks away right. from the D23 Expo now. It's so exciting. We're going to have some episodes to lead into the D23 Expo and let you know if you're going, what to expect. And of course, we've already told you uh, during the D23 Expo, we'll be doing some special editions of the Hyperion Adventures podcast where we'll be uh, broadcasting right from there in Anaheim and recapping what's happens during the day. Exactly. And the news that's coming out is really exciting, really mm-hmm. fun, and just makes us makes me want to look you know go to it right away right right <laughs> right away right away we can't wait it's so exciting we can't wait for it to happen so we also talked about earlier how we are in the run disney virtual 5k series well if you're signed up for the run disney virtual 5k series and you're attending the d23 expo you can earn your medal right there on site. That's right. This is from D23.com. If you're attending the D23 Expo 2019 in Anaheim this August, you can sign up for the virtual the August Virtual 5K and collect your Black Panther inspired medal at the Ultimate Disney Fan Event, where you can wear it proudly, of course. <laughs> and as an extra bonus, all of you Expo runners will be getting an exclusive commemorative item. Ooh. I wonder what that can be. Interesting. Uh, whether you prefer to cover your distance at the local park on your favorite 
hiking trail, at the gym, or even at the D23 Expo, because like they say, we promise you'll break more than three miles <laughs> checking out all the awesome exhibits. This challenge is the heroic endeavor you know you can, you, we know you can take on. So the commemorative medal must be picked up by registered participants at the Run Disney Expo booth during the D23 Expo from August 23rd to the 25th, 2019. Valid ID and proof of race registration uh, and as well as admission to the D23 Expo, of course, right. is required. So, And by the way, there are still, the Saturday is sold out. The three-day passes are sold out. Last I checked, there are still are uh, passes available for Friday and Sunday if you're still interested in going. Yeah, awesome. And that's an interesting component that they're having to the run right. Disney. So it's also interesting because we just received our medals in the mail just <laughs> no. the other day already. I was like, I was all ready to go to this and get our medal. I'm like, what do we do? Do we still get it? Because we've we've already received our medals. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. know. So, so we'll weird. have to check out yeah. D23. We will what's go to happen. We will but... go to the Run Disney booth and check it out for you, and we will report back to you. And when we find out anything about that, so if you're going on Saturday or Sunday, we'll let you know what uh, what to what to think of that. Right. So. But it was exciting getting the medals in the mail yeah and they're very beautiful and it's funny that we got them before we before well, we ran the we, other we, two yes we've run the first one but i i mean technically we could have run it this weekend and still been within the window right and you know we could have gotten the medals before we actually ran anything you yeah, know which is hilarious yeah. to me but uh they are beautiful medals and uh, we're really that was happy disney mail yes disney mail is always fun and so that was happy Disney mail. Let's stay in the D23 Expo. And we keep receiving more and more details about it. And we have received uh, more this week on some of the panels that are going to be at the Ultimate Disney Fan Event in August at the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, one of the ones I know we're excited about. We love Disney. We love Broadway musicals. Mm-hmm. We love Disney musicals. Well, this speaks right to us. Disney on Broadway in concert. A 25th anniversary celebration will be at Hall D23, which is the big hall uh, therefore, this, yeah. the, the, where the biggest uh, panels take place. It'll be on Saturday, August 24th at 3.30 p.m. It's going to be hosted by Tony Award nominee Gavin Lee, who was in, who's been in Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast. The 75-minute concert will feature Heidi Blickenstaff from Freaky Friday and The Little Mermaid, Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins, Beauty and the Beast on the record, Kissy Simmons from The Lion King, Josh Strickland from Tarzan, and Alton Fitzgerald White from The Lion King. It'll also feature a six-piece band led by Jim Abbott, uh, who will accompany the performers as they lead veteran Broadway buffs and new fans alike. This is straight from the website, if you can't tell. Uh, <laughs> what? You didn't write like that? that? <laughs> this is how I speak normally. Uh, like through Disney on Broadway's Tony Award winning catalog featuring songs from Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, Aida, Tarzan, Mary Poppins, The Little Mermaid, Newsies, Aladdin, Freaky Friday, and Frozen. Wow, I bet that will be well attended. Yes, that will be well attended and well attended by us. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt. That is an excellent, excellent panel. And it just, it speaks to us in so many ways. And that will be totally enjoyable. And our last, last of the D23 Expo in 2017, we got to see Alan Menken perform yeah. his show, which he takes to on the road sometimes but it just going through tune after tune after disney tune after disney tune after disney tune of the stuff that alan mankin has yeah. written and that was magical to, right. to uh check out this sounds like it's going to be magical as well absolutely so nice I mean, it's interesting that they're you know bringing in the broadway aspect because i don't think they've featured that as much at the d23 in the past yeah we've seen that bring that more into epcot recently especially i think it's in is it the uh i think it's the arts festival they right. do that a lot they 
bring in the kind of the Broadway on stage, right. you know, out there, and they bring that in more. Uh, it's great to see that they're going to extend that to the D23 as, Expo as well. And also, by the way, if you want the opportunity to step into your own starring role, you can head over to the D23 Expo floor where Disney on Broadway will premiere a new VR experience. <laughs> this new VR theater puts you in the center stage in Aladdin, Frozen, and The Lion King's biggest Broadway production numbers wow. featuring Broadway's uh, Cassie Levy, from who is Elsa, from, of course, Frozen. Right. Uh, Major Attaway, from, who's the genie in Aladdin. Uh, Telly Lung, who plays Aladdin as well. And uh, Sheeta Main, who is Rafiki in The Lion King. So, uh, interesting that you're going to be in this VR experience. Sounds wow. like you're going to be like like you're performing Fine. right on stage. <laughs> I may need to do that. I know. I it's know our anybody, dream come true. I don't know if anybody wants to listen to that, <laughs> but I may need to do that just for my own personal joy. Well, that's something they need to bring to the void. Right. <laughs> Rob, you're trying to get us to the void. You're singing show tunes with me. Forget Star Wars. Right? We're doing show tunes. Jazz hands and all. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, funny. That's fun. I, I'm I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. I hope we get the chance. I'm, that might have a pretty good line. I don't know if we we'll get yeah. to check that out, but I'm hoping we do because that sounds like a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that's so fun. If I'm gonna get that's out there and belt out, let it go. Yeah. it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. Oh, okay. No comment. I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna smile. I may have to smile. get my cousin Chris because he's my go. partner in Frozen that's Crime. Right. I need to get me to get him out there yeah. to sing let it go together. That'd be as hilarious. a duet. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, stay at the D23 Expo. You also, another panel that will be coming is that you can go behind the scenes with the Walt Disney Studios on Saturday, August 24th at uh, 10 a.m. And of course, again, in Hall D23. The, this is, they, they're just going to expand it on. We already know that they're doing a lot of the Walt Disney Studios stuff. Well, they confirmed that uh, the animation studios for both Pixar and in uh, uh, Walt Disney Animation will be uh, showcasing a lot of their um, movies out there, including Frozen 2, nice. which we're going to get to mm-hmm. see uh, some exclusive clips from. And it looks like yeah. there may be some music sung there, and which will be interesting. As well as from uh, Pixar, we're going to see more about Onward, which is the mm-hmm. next film that's coming out from Pixar. Right. And Soul, which was just announced recently, yeah. which is also coming out next year in June. So we might find out some more details about that as well. Right. I mean, I remember last time we went to D23 and we were seeing some of the clips. Uh, at the time it was, um, we saw Ralph wrecks the internet. Or breaks the internet, right. excuse me. Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, wreck it, Ralph. I, right. I understand. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It, you know, it is also how, you know, kind of like top secret it is you can't have your phones there right. and everything and um but, but it really is amazing to see you know kind of the behind the scenes of how these are developing into the into film and and the thought processes and even the ones that are just like a, a sketch where it's not even in color yet it's fun right yeah in the 2017 d23 expo we were there for the animation panel it was the animate just the animation panel at the time the live action was something separate uh but that w- yes we did get to see uh ralph breaks the internet some of the first clips from it and including that princess scene we all got to experience that yes. well before anybody else it was everybody just died I laughing know. at that scene it yes. was amazing and yes they they did have all almost all of the living princesses on stage to yeah. kind of uh you know as a big 
to die after right. that. You that know, was a- it, was, it was just an amazing, amazing. And it, it may have brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> I don't know. If you know me, you know it did. But uh, that was uh, yeah, really cool. Yeah, D twenty three is pretty impressive how they throw in some of those unexpected surprises. I mean, here you're thinking, okay, yeah, it's going to be fun just to see, mm-hmm. you know, some of these uh, rough drafts at some of the upcoming films. But then, like you said, that they actually bring on the live performers whose yeah. you know voice are being used in the in the in the actual film to come out and sing their parts or say some of their parts. That was a really yeah. top-notch fun addition. We had no idea that that was going to happen, right. uh, and so it was quite shocking to us. We were also doing a lot on because Coco was the next big movie that was coming right. out of the time. We saw saw a lot of stuff on Coco, which mm-hmm. was really cool ahead of time. Uh, by the way, if you don't make the panel, you can also experience uh, a lot of the stuff from Frozen Two and onward and so forth on the the show floor uh, all weekend long from nine a.m. To 6 p.m., uh, they'll be having all sorts of autograph signings, exclusive art, promotional giveaways and stuff there mm-hmm. at the Pixar Walt Disney Studios booths. So you might want to check that out as well. Yes, uh, of course, this is all about the, the panels are great, but there is a lot of stuff going on on the floor. Yeah. You, you know, even some small little uh panels and groups and stuff that you can get involved with and experience without ever making any of the bigger panels right, at all. Right. There's a lot of great fun to be had on the D23 Expo floor. Yeah, speaking of which, we heard The Simpsons are making it this yes, time. Yes, that is one of my other panels that I was going to talk about here. Uh, I'll get to that in a moment. First, I want to start on Sunday, August 25th at 10 a.m. at the D23 Expo Arena. That's one of the other arenas, not the uh, Hall of D23. It's one of the other arenas. They have usually four different places where they have have panels right. and one is uh, they have a the really large one which was a d23 there's a bit sort of medium-sized one in a couple smaller rooms that have some of the smaller panels but uh this one will be the little mermaid the 30th anniversary celebration yeah so uh fans of the classic film are invited to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the little mermaid recognized around the world as one of the greatest animated films of all time and this will be hosted by yes the voice of ariel herself jody benson it will be an unforgettable quote, under the sea celebration, <laughs> according to the D23. So that's a, I don't know if we're going to make that one, unfortunately, because we may be going to one of the big panels at that time, but that right. sounds like a great it panel does. to check out. That's that's one to wave. For yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't, and I've seen her uh, do the um, candlelight processional. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's an amazing performer all, all around. I mean, obviously we loved her as Ariel, um, and Barbie and Barbie. That's right. Um, but you know, she really is, you know, she's a performer and she's great at it and she adds her own little touch to things. And so I'm sure that's going to be a wonderful panel to, yeah. to check out. Yeah. That's uh, that's an exciting one. So if you don't make the big panel or if you just prefer to go see the little, I mean, it's a celebration of the 30th anniversary. Right. It's got to be a great show. We got yeah. to see it when we were at the last D23 Expo. We saw, what was it, the 25th, I think, of Hercules? 20th? Maybe it was the 20th of Hercules. Right. The 20th or 25th of Hercules, which was an outstanding panel yes, as well. Yes. We loved that one. Uh, elsewhere, Sunday, August 25th at 12 p.m., the Walt Disney Archive stage will have the hidden gems of the Walt Disney Animation Research Library, preserving and inspiring a, a Disney legacy. Uh, discover what it's like to hold Disney history in your hands. The talented team of Walt Disney Animation Research 
Research Library preserves millions of pieces of original Disney animation art from Steamboat Willie to the films of today. You'll learn how the ARL shares these hidden gems, inspiring art- art- artists and audiences alike. That sounds nice. like, yeah, I yes. love Disney history stuff. The archives right. they, they always have great things going on. They're always interesting. Right. When we've seen some of the the materials or some of the you know historic things when we've gone to the studios at Burbank you know so we kind of understand a little bit of what this is and and let me tell you it is amazing and fun to see some of these things and think oh my gosh that's where that happened or how that happened Mm -hmm. and just to be able to be among the the history is really Mm -hmm. makes you appreciate you know, Disney and the parks, all that much more. Yeah. And just to see some of the stuff that they did, how ahead of the times uh, some, many of these artists were and some of the stuff that they were creating that, you know, is still actually in work today, even though we're doing more, it's almost all computer animation. Now it's still some of that stuff that they learned back then they had to use within this computer animation and they're doing some things very similar. It's just amazing stuff and Disney history is always fascinating to me. Absolutely. Uh, Sunday, August 25th at 4 p.m., Stage 28, the world premiere Walt Disney Animation Studio presents Short Circuit. In this exciting panel, Walt Disney Animation Studios will debut, again, Short Circuit, an experimental short film program that will debut in spring 2020 on Disney+. Talented artists and filmmakers will share their films for the first time anywhere and give behind-the-scenes insight. So that's kind of interesting. If you like uh, interesting little short films, if you like the shorts, mm-hmm. and I know they, they are going to have the Disney Plus panels. They will probably have a little of this on there. It right. probably won't be the focus of that when they do that panel. But you know, if you want to go more in-depth into some of this, that sounds like another interesting panel. Yeah, absolutely. You know, And again, uh, at D23, they bring out little gems or little surprises that make all of these panels very fun to be at Mm -hmm. all the panels we went to they were all hits to us I think we had one panel that we didn't enjoy when we were at the D23 Expo in 2017 and finally yes Michelle already mentioned it Saturday August 24th at 10am in the D23 Expo Arena the Simpsons come to the D23 Expo for the first time ever yes as funny as it sounds (laughs) Disney now owns Fox which is of course the Simpsons right yes so. so Well, we've we've seen that panel mm-hmm. at Comic Con a couple times now. Um, I mean, it's always different. There's new things coming out, so it's it's fun to see that that's going to be at uh, at D23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, I think it's a it's a good addition and I think it's going to be interesting for a lot of people. Right. We are we, we've been Simpsons fans for. Since they started, I've, we've been watching The Simpsons, you know, and are they as great as they once were? Probably not, but right. we still enjoy them just, you know, the, you know, just the same. Uh, for this panel, uh, creator Matt Groening, executive producer Al Jean, uh, executive producer Matt Selman, supervising director Mike B. Anderson, and the stars Nancy Cartwright, who plays Lisa Simpson, and, oh, excuse me, Nancy Cartwright plays Bart Simpson and Yardley Smith plays Lisa Simpson. Uh, They will be in attendance and you can expect lots of surprises, including an exclusive Simpsons collectible item for everyone in attendance. They usually have a really great sizzle reel as well for what's coming up in the new season of The Simpsons. And uh, it's just, it's it's a highly entertaining uh, panel. And I'm sure they'll, you know, the one thing is that they've been doing this at Comic-Con 
for several years and it's kind of old hat to them. Now that they're going to be doing this kind of in a different audience, makes me wonder if they're going to be more excited and do it a little differently because this is a brand new group of people they're trying to bring in to watch The Simpsons. Right, exactly. I would expect that too. So, uh, interesting stuff. And uh, we can't wait for, obviously, if you can't tell by the excitement in our voices (laughs) about all these panels, we are so excited for the D23 Expo. And again, there still are passes available if you'd like to make it out there and we highly suggest if you're a Disney fan that you do whether you make the panels or not uh, there's so much going on and we will be talking about it in upcoming episodes as we lead up to the D23 Expo near the end of August sure so that's very good advice honey yes so that wraps up our Disney stories of the week we never leave you without getting you some sort of tip that can help you whether it be on your next vacation just a single day trip to the parks whether you're going on a Disney cruise whether you're just going to go see the films if you're going to do your next run Disney event. We try and give you something that will kind of leave you with something to help you on your next journey to one of these endeavors. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she has the best lists. She has fun facts. But she always, always, always has the best tips. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's (laughs) tip of the week. Thank you, sweetie. You're so kind. Um, So uh, my tip, I kind of drew it from... A discussion we had with our top five related to the hoop de doo review, but it really expands beyond that, and that's dietary issues. And so, um, if anyone in your group has food allergies or specific dietary needs, it's always best um, when you're making a reservation to make note of that and to mention that. Um, and I bring it up with the hoop de doo musical review because, as I mentioned, in of what they serve. And if you go online and look at the the food, you might think, wow, if I'm a vegetarian or vegan, my options are pretty minimal. And and just want to let you know, um, that is not true. You know, with Disney, you you know, you just need to ask about it. Um, So if you have menu preferences, such as like if you're vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan, let your server know. Um, And in this particular case, because of the dinner show, it's you know kind of pace that they're trying to bring the food out so that you can be um, finished most of your meal while the when it's time for the show to start just let them know at least by the time you place your drink orders and they can provide you with an alternate menu that has some dishes that would uh, meet those dietary preferences and the other thing is if you have kids um, and let's just say their range of dish preferences is limited you know and I'm or adults. yeah I'm talking about you know where it's chicken nuggets or macaroni and cheese every meal um, that's something also that they can provide to you just need to ask um, so they do have some additional offerings for kids whether it's chicken nuggets macaroni and cheese or pasta um, let them know at as well. And and really the tip here is just when you're dining with Disney and you do have some preferences that may not necessarily be related to, you know, real food allergies, you know, talk to them and they really do want to try to help as much as possible. If you have food allergies or real specific dietary needs, make that known as early as possible mm. in the in the process of either at the reservation or as soon as you arrive at the restaurant. And even um, I've heard on multiple 
multiple times where the, the chef will actually come out and discuss with you just to make sure they have a clear understanding of what the, you know, the dietary needs are so that they can make sure that your experience is, is safe and enjoyable. Yeah, really important for those who have food allergies or even food sensitivities out there. Uh, it's really important. And I, I've noticed more and more, and I, I think this last trip, but even some trips before that, every time we had a sit-down dining experience, one of the first things they would ask is not only, I mean, one at the table, but even at uh, the reception areas, mm-hmm. if anybody had any allergies that you know, they need to be concerned with, they wanted to know right off the bat. So right. even if you doesn't spring to mind right away, uh, it's still, you, you. they usually lead you into it so you can remember that and, and do it. Sometimes, you know, you get caught up in doing various things and it may uh, skip your mind to begin with. I don't know, you know, obviously it probably shouldn't because it's really important to somebody, especially if they have a serious nut allergy or shellfish allergy or whatever the case may be. But uh, just in case, I mean, you, everybody gets caught up in doing different things, trying to settle some kids down, you know, right. things can happen. So it's good that Disney is doing this to make sure that people have that ability to, uh, you know, have these dishes that they don't have to be scared about eating. And um, I think it's, it's exactly. just really important. It's really important. So as I said, Michelle's tips, <laughs> always the best tip. Uh, my tip is going to be, I'm going to go back to our 4th of July celebration. And, but just in general for every day when you go to the parks and, and many of us like to go out and check out the fireworks spectacular. I'm going to talk a little bit about places to go watch the fireworks spectacular when you're out at the Disney parks. Of course, if you're at Magic Kingdom Park, of course, people love uh, people loved wishes. People really miss wishes, but also people love happily ever after. It's a great show. And really, if you haven't experienced it, it's, it's a show that you should not miss. And some of the best viewing, of course, on that is, is at the hub, of course, uh, especially if you're on kind of the Tomorrowland side, there's mm-hmm. that bridge area over there and kind of that really can get some good view of the uh, projections on the castle and right. the fireworks themselves. Uh, also, some other interesting places you might want to check out if you're there to watch the fireworks. Is there, you know, if you don't want to wait there forever, try and get on the, the TTA People Mover and watch the fireworks as you're going through there. I've, I've heard people talk about how an interesting experience is watching the fireworks from the People Mover. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Also, if you don't want to wait, uh, but you don't mind spending a little extra money, you know, book a dessert package. They have the really great right. reserved area and plus you get that, you know, some nice, both savory and sweet desserts and it really, and they, they can have them both before and after the fireworks show. So you, it's really, another way to experience it and you really really get a great spot without having to sit there and and stake out your area for you know an hour or so ahead of time uh you know other places that you can see them now you're not going to get to see the uh the projections if you go there but there are other places around the resorts where you can go check out the fireworks shows as well uh they have a viewing platform right at the contemporary resort which of course is the resort that is nearest to the magic kingdom it's just right there on uh what is it the third or fourth floor i think it's the fourth yeah i think you're right i think it's the fourth floor there there's a viewing platform you can go out there and they also have a walking bridge that connects from the contemporary to bay lake towers that is another great spot that if you can get there a little early you can get there and uh, you see the fireworks really well and of course 
Uh, if you happen to be a Disney Vacation Club member up at the Top of the World Lounge, or if you want to go dine at the California Grill uh, upstairs, right. great viewing at both those places for the fireworks. Other areas nearby, the beach areas at the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, Disney's Grand, Calif- uh, Grand Floridian Resort, Ticket and Transportation Center, and I was we were talking about a little earlier, Disney's Fort Wilderness Cabins and Campground. They both, they all those have great kind of beachfront areas to check out the fireworks right. and they pipe the music in say, and yeah. everything. You can't see the projections, of course, but they are wonderful spots to check out the fireworks for yourself. Yeah, especially if you're you know not able to get into the park, uh, you don't have a ticket for that day. Um, yeah, the, those are great ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's if you want to see uh, fireworks at the Magic Kingdom Park. Now over here on the West Coast at the Disneyland Resort, if you want to go say like for what's going on right now, which is Disneyland Forever, which is a great fireworks show. Of course, just like at Magic Kingdom, the hub is the best spot to check in and see some of the projections. Also, Main Street USA, they project all up and down the buildings of Main Street USA, and you can still see the fireworks over the castle there. Uh, over at Rivers of America, once Fantasmic's done there, they keep the water sprays up, and they also do the projections there. Right. You can see the fireworks in there, so that's a great spot. However, our favorite spot to go check out the fireworks is over by It's a Small World. It tends mm-hmm. to get a little bit forgotten in many times because uh, people are looking more towards the castle, towards Main Street or whatever. And those areas are maybe they went to Fantasmic or stuff. So people are more forward. So that's kind of a back area. They project right on It's a Small World. The fi- right. It's actually the closest to where the fireworks are. They feel like they're almost right over your I head. Know, yeah. Yes, you don't get to see them over the castle, but they feel like they're right there above you. And also for those who are vertically challenge like Michelle or if you have some young children they have kind of some elevated stepped areas there that if you get there at the right time it kind of can give you a view over some people so you might see the projections a little better of course like I said the fireworks are right overhead so really won't bother you in that regard but if you want to see the projections as well that's a great spot some lesser known areas uh, as well if you want to check out the fireworks you don't get to see the projections are uh, we just talked about the Mickey and Friends and Pixar Pals parking garage it's kind of a great way if you time it out like you want to ramp up your night go out there a little bit early and get a spot uh, you know kind of upwards on there and they, they look right out over Disneyland right. you can see the fireworks from there and then you can hop in your car and book out of there Beat before the, or the traffic heads out <laughs> uh, so that's a great spot all the resort hotels if you're staying there uh, have some sort of platform to kind of watch the fireworks right. and check out the, the nighttime spectaculars near their resort uh, also some of the good neighbor hotels have some great viewing locations Mm -hmm, as well. Uh, Not everyone is equal though, so you may want to check with them ahead of time or do some research on TripAdvisor or whatever else and see what uh, people have to say about their do your research, especially I mean, we've talked about it many times the good neighbor and not so good neighbor hotels around Anaheim uh, they are hit and miss, some are better than others. Do your research before you book a hotel there and we will always be willing to help you with what we know about some of those hotels too if you want to ask us about it so yeah just some tips for if you want to check out some of these great fireworks spectaculars very good tip honey bravo thank you not as good as your tip because michelle always has the best tips (laughs) but i try and do my little part (laughs) no no and yours is very um time appropriate sure sure (laughs) anyway obviously we're going off the rails here because it's yeah another day and we're still 
full from our Disney dishes uh, yeah. we had yesterday. But uh, let's wrap this show up. Next week, we are going to be going to see uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So we're going to give you our spoiler-free and maybe spoiler-full review of that. And we're also probably going to come up with another topic as well, which we don't know yet. But we'll discuss during the week and come up with something uh, good and fun to have going on for next week's episode. You think we don't have it, but Michelle's I have it. the list. <laughs> Michelle's ready. She's like, I got this. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. She is ready Calendar for us. I'm done. like, yeah, you know, I kind of want to do this. Oh, on Wednesday, I feel this way. On Thursday, I feel this. I'm really flighty in that regard. So. In that regard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's funny. She's correct, but she's funny. <laughs> If you want to see how flighty we are and how wonderful Michelle is on uh, social media, follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us about Michelle's great tips and tell her how great her tips are or her topics please. are and how flighty I am, please email us, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. We do love hearing from you, whether it's interacting with us on social media or getting in touch with us of things that you really appreciate about the show or things you'd like to see done differently or some ideas we'll give you credit for it but please do reach out to us because we really enjoy that we are an interactive show and we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts best place to find us is on our website hyperionadventurespodcast.com you can also subscribe to us on apple podcasts google podcasts we're on podbean spotify stitcher and iHeartMedia. uh we're all over the place if there is a location where you're looking for podcasts where you regularly listen to podcasts and we're not there, please let us know because we want to be on there. We want to be out there as much as possible for you. That's right. That's right. So let's wrap it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.